OJ Simpson. <laughs> Let's just clear the palate. OJ Simpson. It might not be a joke about that. Could be a football joke. Let's find out. <laughs> OJ Simpson received the coronavirus vaccine on Friday, but maybe still stay six feet away. Murder joke. It was in the end, it was a murder one. We didn't know. You got to read them. <laughs> wow. That's really amusing. Still say six feet away. <laughs> Maybe it's a football joke. <laughs> we really like the billboard on our commute that says, make sure you stay six pugs away from the closest person, and there's six pugs in between two people, because we're a pug family. But. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> I thought they'd yeah. change that to either, you got to be ten feet away? I don't know. I don't know what the official guideline is now. Yeah, with the uh, new with the new version of the virus going around, and you don't want to talk to somebody for ten minutes more than X feet. I, I don't. Never have. Try not to catch the vid. Never That's have pre COVID. I never wanted to talk to anybody for more than ten minutes. <laughs> Good policy. So a couple of tales from this modern world. Um, uh, I actually, you know, I was thinking of opening the segment with "How's your utopia coming along?" which I usually shout at the end of it. To indicate that these schemes people think sound good, that have been tried over and over again throughout human history, and always fail. But no, because their social professor told them that was equity or justice, and they're going to try them one more friggin' time. It's just... After a while, I don't, you know, if it were just those people walking into the poll, uh, I could handle it. <laughs> my, my problem is they want society to face plant into the, the stop sign of, of fate, if you will. For instance, the Long Beach California City Council recently voted to mandate extra pay for grocery workers amid the pandemic because they're heroes. And the government's going to tell the grocery stores what they have to pay because those frontline workers are selling us our food. God bless them. Blah, 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 blah. So much well, drama in LBC. Mm, two grocery stores in Long Beach have announced they will close in response to the extra pay mandate, saying, we're struggling already. We can't uh, make enough money. We're out. Goodbye. So all those people are losing their jobs. As the result of the city, I'm quoting now, uh, Kroger? Kroger, Kroger. Kroger. As a result of the city of Long Beach's decision to pass an ordinance mandating extra pay for grocery workers, we have made the difficult decision to permanently close long-struggling store locations in Long Beach. This misguided action by the Long Beach City Council oversteps the traditional bargaining process and applies to some but not all grocery workers in the city. Um, they're going to close a Ralph's and a Food for Less in Long Beach. Nice. How's your utopia coming along? And in beautiful Olympia, Washington, which has fallen Olympia, a rancid song. Fantastic. I don't remember that one. Oh, it's a big like hit that that's band. been recovered by uh, Molly Tuttle recently. Mm. I don't know from Molly Tuttle. Mm. You're, you're officially talking to an old guy. Giant country star. Yes. Uh, so anyway, beautiful Olympia. Olympia. Okay. Uh, Olympia, Washington, the site of the uh, latest Washington State wackadoodle tree. Uh, this one kind of scary and dangerous, as seven people were taken into custody as law enforcement rushed in and swept the Red Lion Hotel in downtown Olympia. It was filled with a group 
that was uh, uh, trying to forcibly take over the hotel and turn it into some sort of bum camp. Homeless activists with a group called Oli Housing Now occupied the hotel. They booked 17 rooms, and they were just going to let bums and junkies move in and live there as as, as long as they wanted. Because if you refuse to leave a hotel room, it's really hard for the hotel to boot you out. Yeah. Uh, so they booked. I wish I'd have known rooms. that. I've left many times, thinking I had to leave when I was checkout times ten thirty. When I wasn't quite ready to leave, as I had stayed up late. The uh, maid banging on your door, freaks who bring her back up to the room. I've been Sorry. asleep for forty five minutes. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's checkout time. <laughs> so the homeless activists with a group called oh, occupied the hotel after booking 17 uh, rooms. They demanded Sunday that the county continue to pay for the rooms with federal emergency management agency funding. Uh, well, do we have the quote from uh, one of the activist chicks? Go ahead and play that. The hotel managers aren't talking with anyone trying to get people housing. They're also not talking with any guests coming in to check in. And they're blaming it on us. But in reality, we're leaving this business completely open for them to keep conducting business. <laughs> you stormed the hotel. You assaulted an employee. They called the cops and said, we're trapped. We're terrified. There's a mob holding us hostage. And then the cute little white girl with the, we're, we're telling them they can do business. We're leaving them open. We just want people experiencing homelessness to take rooms by force. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that happening anywhere else at any other time in history? No. Yes, we've stormed this hotel so junkies can live here. About 11 a.m., cops started receiving calls from hotel employees who said a mob of people wearing black with batons and knives had entered the lobby and demanded them to open rooms. One employee was assaulted while trying to stop part of the mob from entering the lobby, while about seven or eight other employees hid in a basement room. After authorities got a search warrant, you need a search warrant? Well, police, along with multiple other agencies, entered the hotel to free the trapped employees, and then they swept the entire hotel room by room. Uh, Let's see. The demands from Oli Housing Now. Uh, The county must apply for FEMA funding and use it for COVID-19 prevention sites and non-congregate shelter for people 65 and older. All right, that's nice, but you don't do that by force. Uh, the city of Olympia must stop the sweeps and provide the encampment with resources to meet COVID-19 center hygiene recommendations, et cetera, et cetera. In other words, they're like the teachers unions. We want tons and tons of money for the bum camps so they can be COVID compliant. Um, and then a series of, oh, the city of Olympia must increase impact fees on luxury and commercial properties in Olympia's downtown, et cetera, et cetera. So. Several people arrested, uh, taken into custody for various crimes. Will they be charged? If it was Freattle or San Francisco or off in L.A. these days with the communist uh, George Gascon as the, the DA, they won't charge the people. Portland, even if they arrest you, they don't charge you. So we'll see. You Do the right thing, Olympia. The porn house would pay the lonely pinball machine. Olympia. Rancid, nice. look it up. <laughs> Kill me. I don't feel like I have to now. <laughs> I believe they're Americans doing that kind of British accent thing that a lot of punk rockers do, because that's kind of a thing, I guess. Yes, they uh, they hewed a tad too close to the clash at times. You try to sound like you're British, I guess. Uh, well, or you well, specifically, to yeah, Joe Strummer. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. Um, we got this text. We were talking about legislators who actually legislate as opposed to becoming cable YouTube meme stars. 
Rob Portman from Ohio wrote 88 pieces of legislation that passed, and he's leaving. Uh, you probably heard this last week. He's a Republican who's leaving the Senate because he said it no longer works and politics has become something different. He'd, he'd be an example of the politicians who are actually trying to fix problems through legislation and not becoming TV stars, and he thought, well, I'm out of this game. And he's right, because the game has changed. Right, it's too frustrating, too hostile and frustrating, hard to get stuff done, so a lot of the good folks are, are leaving. I'm looking it up. At, I'm looking up at the TV. Good Morning America and the Today Show both have AOC's face on the screen. Now, I realize she made wow. some statement today about something that happened in her life. Maybe we'll talk about later, but still... Uh, and the she's point so is, pretty. Yeah, being, she got them real tries. Being attractive to television and, you know, knowing the meme game and how to work social media is how you're going to become a legislative star, not working on legislation. Especially if you got them real tries. She got them. Oh, she got them. Oh, she got them. Oh, man. You know, I, was, I was just reading about the old Mitch McConnell. He's, uh, he's delivered a scathing rebuke. Oh, yeah, of- yeah. The Marjorie Taylor Green gal, who I'd never heard of in my life. I wanted to get to that because that might be an important moment in the Republican Party. Uh, Indeed. A couple of things that he said. Um, and then some other COVID stuff that we should do. Um, there's another thing I wanted to get to. We did the old people trying to take over the hotel, which is a great story. I'm not discounting it at all. She said, Joe just talked about it, so I can't talk about it again. Ah, that would seem odd. That would seem odd. Let me go through my notes real quick. They're going to pass the $1.9 trillion dealio, it would appear. As, re- uh, yeah, we need to get into that more. So you think that's actually going to pass the $1.9 trillion thing? Yeah, At yeah. That- just judging by what old Jen Psaki's been saying from the podium. Hey, thanks for stopping by, Republicans, with your uh, smaller, more targeted measures. It's, it's Including cute. It's really national minimum wage of $15? Yes. including bailing out blue states who have uh, run their states into the ground, and now every taxpayer in America has to pay for it? And every oh. child and grandchild oh. in America That's has to pay for it. That's a crime against humanity. Yeah, Thanks we... for taking my money, I couldn't agree more. That's right, sweetheart. Well more said. On, more on that on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. People are optimistic about 2021. Are you optimistic or pessimistic about what the year will bring? Well, that's hmm. a pretty general question. I'd have been more optimistic if you'd asked me in December. When well, Do you exclude your personal life from these discussions? I don't know. Am I supposed to? I don't know either. <laughs> about the year in general? Like globally? That's kind of broad. Well, know. the question is, how do you feel? Uh, how do you feel about what this year will bring? Duh. Optimistic, uh, very somewhat optimistic or pessimistic, and then very somewhat neither, somewhat very for for both of them. I guess somewhat optimistic. Okay. Cautious, very cautiously optimistic, like. Both hands uh, protecting myself, like I'm a good boxer. Optimistic. Clearly, you're a liberal. What? <laughs> Democrats are much more optimistic. 13% very, 37% somewhat's for a total of, what is that, 50? 50. 50%. Uh, with Republicans, it's only 8% very and 21% somewhat. You still get to 29%, though. Yeah, I think what we may be seeing there is the whole tribal politics yeah, thing. Yeah, I think just so, too. I think, I think you asked that question the day before the election, or, you know, 
if Trump wins, you get the complete reversal. You know, y'all live whatever life you think is appropriate, and you can feel whatever you want, but I'm always cautiously optimistic that I can deal with, you know, what life throws at me. Um, so, yeah, I'm always cautiously optimistic, just because if the economy goes to hell, I'll try to figure something out. Mm. I, I, you are not the, I am not the economy. I am not the government. I am not a political party. I am me. I can't get my TV to turn off. Every time I turn it off, it turns back on automatically. Like Maybe it doesn't want to be off. Um, I have no idea why. And then um, I was in some menu. I didn't even know this was a case because I'm, I'm new to smart TVs. I had a dumb TV. Missed my dumb TV. No, nothing ever happened with my dumb TV. Turn it on and watch it. Turn it off when I was done. Nothing to do. Want the volume up? You press the up button. That's the only thing you ever did with TV. Nothing ever happened. Never needed a freaking software update to watch my effing television Don't. when I had a dumb TV. Why do I need a software update to watch my television? Dumb Why TV ever? is a lot like a dumb dog. It doesn't cause nearly as many problems. <laughs> You're better off with one. Can I opt out of software updates for a damned television for crying out loud? No. No. Why not? Why can't I just watch so it won't TV work anymore? Because yeah, because other things get updated and then it, I don't want anything updated ever. But you can't. Can't you sign out com- from updating? No, because the like because the streaming companies update on their end, so mm. the TV must update on its end to compensate or to communicate. You know how often you had to update a VHS tape? Never. <laughs> you can erase it if you wanted. God, Not if you that. took out the little tabs, because then you had to put a little tape on it, and then you couldn't take yeah, over it again. <laughs> fooled it. Sorry I unplugged it. I just unplugged it, because I kept turning back off. Turn it off, get in the shower, come out, it's on again. <laughs> Can you live stream next time you're, you're going through these things? Because I think off, this would be great content. Put the kids to bed, come back out, it's on again. They've got a remote in their room, and they're messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious. <laughs> Uh, they probably downloaded something on an app on one of their devices, and they're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. They're almost <laughs> literally gas lamping, gaslighting me. Yeah. It's the right. same sort of thing. I can't remember. I was probably like 11 years old, which was the perfect uh, age for this. And one of my buddies had discovered that his, they, it was like the very early days of TV remote control. So I might have been a little older, come to think of it, but the, not the connected one, but the actual remote remote control. And he discovered that he and his neighbor had the same kind of TV. So he would go <laughs> into the neighbor's front yard and change channels on him. And I thought that was about the funniest thing I'd ever heard. You could drive someone insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. You really could. Because my TV kept coming on, and I was getting close to just completely losing it. When I was in junior high, that was the era of uh, watches started becoming calculators, and there was yeah. even like you, there was a remote control watch, and I actually synced it up with the the TV that was used for like the the eight when they would wheel in the TV to to show some you know right. driver safety. The wonder thing. of zinc, yeah, something like that. And yeah, I had a I had a lot of fun afternoons, uh, you know, kind of delaying whatever the teacher was attempting to do. Sir, nice. why did you burn your own house to the ground? I couldn't get the television to turn off, and I lost it. <laughs> it's off now, isn't it? It's off now, you mother blanker! Wow. <laughs> you really need a tech aid. Hey, Vizio! Ah, both barrels! <laughs> okay, Louie, Louie. I feel like uh, 
Back when you had a, I, I don't know how to say this gently. When you had a dumb, <laughs> dumb TV, when you had a dumb TV, <laughs> you and the TV were on a, on the same level. Yes, yes, well, yeah. I yes. feel like the smart TV. <laughs> well, it wanted for me. Kids this, will probably be fine. With. It wanted the same thing for me. I wanted from it very little. <laughs> I want to turn, turn it on, and you just be on. It's like a dumb dog. I'm telling you, you feed it, wags its tail. That's it. No hijinks. No, no mischief. <laughs> Doesn't dig. You've got to keep it very busy. It's an intelligent breed. No, none of that. It just sits there. <laughs> my, son's, Yummy. my son's got the ability, not on purpose, to turn on the uh, Spanish language captioning all the time. And then I can't get it turned off. <laughs> and so everything I watch all the time has got the Spanish language captioning. That's assuming I can ever turn the television off, which I can't. Wow. So it's currently wow. unplugged. <laughs> and if I want to watch it, I guess I'll plug it back in. <laughs> Wow. I'm pretty sure there's probably a workaround, but good luck finding that. My workaround is unplugging it. And if I still can't get it off, as I said earlier, I will burn my house down and everything in it to make a Beautiful. Point. We'll talk about what Mitch McConnell said coming up, because it's a pretty big deal, I think, for the uh, Republican Party. I feel like he's decided, all right, we got to make uh, we got to make a declaration declaration. You're either going this way or this way. Um, and you're either going with me, and that's what I say the Republican Party is, or you're going that way. I think that's where he more or less is. Mm, interesting. And uh, see where you are coming up next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Now, it's a nice gesture for Joe to meet with these folks, but Joe's clearly not playing around on this. Look what he just did to West Virginia Democratic Senator and funniest guy at the car dealership, Joe Manchin. Manchin has been dragging his feet on Biden's COVID relief deal. So without ever telling Manchin, Biden sent Kamala Harris to appear on local West Virginia news to say, you're working hard, you deserve this relief package, but Joe Manchin doesn't want to give it to you. Manchin wasn't happy about the executive branch nut punch. I saw it. I couldn't believe it. No one called me. We're going to try to find a bipartisan pathway for it. I think we need to, but we need to work together. That's not a way of working together, what was done. Yeah, he wants everyone to work together to make sure Americans get less COVID relief. That's why he's standing outside of Congress with that sign, we'll work for you getting no food. Uh, I don't Colbert ag- is obnoxious. I don't agree with his conclusion, but wanted to point out the divisions in the Democratic Party before we got to some of the divisions in the Republican Party. Yeah, that was a hell of a move from the White House. There's no way Kamala Harris went to West Virginia without Joe knowing it. That's safe to say, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so Joe Manchin, who a lot of political pundits that I like think Joe Manchin might be the most powerful man in America right now, as he is a Democrat who, if he doesn't go along with what the Democrats don't want to do, or if he doesn't go along with what the Democrats want to do, it ain't going to happen. Right. And uh, there's a number of things like breaking, uh, eliminating the filibuster or this giant COVID relief package that he's not on board with. So he, as one guy, could stop this from happening. So they sent Kamala Harris to his state, didn't tell him the vice president's going to be there, goes from town to town going on local news talking about how important the package is. 
Wow. Undermining the senator. That is, to quote Mr. Colbert, a bit of a nut punch. It's certainly, uh, it's, uh, it's out of bounds. I mean, that's, that's an unbelievable move. And especially as Joe Manchin walks around every day, about 25% likely to join the Republican Party. He's the most conservative Democrat in the Senate. He's from a, a part of the country where, hell, you're a Republican. You just call yourself a Democrat. Um, he could easily join the Republican Party, giving the Republicans the 51st vote. I'm surprised they gambled like that. I know what we'll do to the shakiest member of our caucus. We're going to kick him right in the junk. We're going to humiliate him. We're going to undermine him. <laughs> I wonder. It was an interesting tactic. Anyway, so you got that going on on that side. Yes. Uh, just a quick aside. Uh, Colbert has almost entirely given up on jokes, as we uh, tend to have come to understand them over the years. But the, by far <laughs> the funniest thing that he says on any of his monologues are his little descriptor asides there. Like on that one when he described Joe Manchin as, a.k.a. the funniest man at the car dealership. Mm-hmm. And they, they always just fit. I just want to, just real quick, this 10 seconds where uh, his, his funny name asides for the, the two newest Trump lawyers. Criminal litigator and man addicted to SPF 1000. David Shearn and former district attorney and school principal waiting for kids to stop booing Bruce Castor. <laughs> Those are without a doubt the funniest things almost on all of late night, but they're never couched within a joke. I don't know how to get them to you guys. So he's That's abandoned jokes. They're, they're all like the thing that we just played. They're commentary, oh. kind of, I guess, more Bill Maher-esque than the traditional late night That's, monologue it's, sort of stuff. Yeah, interesting. Good for him trying to, you know, find a new niche where it's like, well, it's newsotainment. He's going to present a more entertaining version of the news than they've got over on uh, MSNBC or CNN. Huh, interesting. Um, so that's your Democrat party and you got that, you know, the AOC wing and all that different sort of stuff on the Republican side. You got, um, Liz Cheney, for instance, who's the third most powerful Republican in the house who believes Trump should be impeached and removed and never serve again. Um, even though she's one of only a handful of Republicans who at least, uh, publicly believe that. And there are two, almost 200 house Republicans that don't. And almost all of the Fox commentary shows think Liz Cheney is awful, which is really interesting. Um, they, they think she needs to go. Well, Mitch McConnell stood up for her yesterday while taking on this uh, green woman who has become the poster child on the left-leaning cable shows for this is what a Republican is because she sounds like a crazy person. She, uh, some people are calling her QAnon. I don't know if that's what she is or not, but she believes some interesting things. This is what Mitch McConnell said yesterday. Blasted Georgia GOP Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene for embracing loony lies and conspiracy theories and called her a cancer for the Republican Party. Somebody who's suggested that perhaps no airplanes hit the Pentagon on 9-11, that horrifying school shootings were pre-staged, and that the Clintons crashed a JFK, JFK Jr.'s airplane is not living in reality, McConnell said in a statement. This has nothing to do with the challenges facing American families or the robust debates on substance that can strengthen our party. And she and he stood up for uh, Liz Cheney, as I said, calling her an important uh, a member of our party who is not going anywhere while there were calls for her to resign. So I, I feel like he's he's saying, look, I'm not going to go along with the the Fox opinion shows and a certain chunk of Republican chatter. 
this is what we're going to be. Choose a side. I think he feels like the wackadoodle branch of the Republican Party is uh, got too much energy. And and this gal's a good example of it. I mean, look. Well, I didn't you... mention he stated publicly that he believes Trump committed an impeachable offense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you have Trump, and he's got a uh, a rainbow, if you will, of different levels of support and different kind of people supporting him. Still and, very high. Still like 85% among Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. But not everybody's Marjorie Taylor Greene and believes that uh, school shootings were false flag operations. Of course not. I mean, that's just way, way, way the hell out there. And I think Mitch and some some conservatives, some Republicans love him, some hate him, and that's fine. But he's thinking, I have to stamp this out or it will tar the party in the same way that uh, that uh, Nancy Pelosi's desperate to shut the squad up because she knows they're poison. Very Def- good analogy. Defund the police, lost them what should have been a big majority in the house and probably an easy majority in the senate yeah and you um, so, and it's interesting how you so i haven't watched i've only heard about this i haven't watched any of this stuff but apparently marjorie taylor green was on msnbc and cnn as a talking as a conversation non-stop for days uh into yes. last week and over the weekend right. trying to make yeah. her the face of the republican party in the same way that fox does that with aoc trying to elevate her to be the most powerful person in the democratic party she's the face of the democratic party yeah, and then yeah. the reverse almost not happening. Democrats don't talk about AOC near as much, and the Republicans on Fox not talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Well, after Mitch McConnell laid the wood to her, she responded, Jack, and what she said will shock you. After a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe, which is not only uh, more convenient home security and no long contracts and no messy, expensive install, it's a better home security system than the traditional stuff. Simply as in simple to get into a contract. There is no long-term contract, no hidden fees or installation costs. Simple to use, simple to set up, Simply Safe. You can set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. It's really, really easy. Nobody's going to be coming to your home. Arsenal of sensors and cameras that protect every inch of your home. And then the best professional monitors in the business, 24-7, sending you to the cops or fire department or EMTs or whatever you need whenever you need it. And listen, our listeners get a free home security camera when you purchase a Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. It is a 60-day risk-free trial, nothing to lose. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong for that free security camera today. You will know if it's a rando on your porch or if, you know, if anything bad happens, you'll have HD pics for the cops. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. I'm looking up at the TV. They're talking to Tom Brady. You still believe he'll die on the field in the Super Bowl because of the Chiefs defense? I don't believe he will. I believe it's uh, it's possible. It's never been more possible than this weekend. Because <laughs> he's, exactly. he's an old man, and they've got a tremendous defense. So Right. They Just one of those behemoths lands on top of them, 15 <laughs> yards. Well, that's some cold comfort. Our quarterback is dead. <laughs> I remember us talking about one time if somebody's head popped clear off. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Do you continue the game? Or more of it, if he's going forward and his head comes off and goes across the goal line, is that a touchdown? Has his knee never hit the ground? Only if the the ball is in his helmet. Yeah, that would be the only way. The ball has to. It's about the ball. That's right. So a headless body... Yes. With the ball would count, but a head. Six points. Hmm. Right, right. That's uh, the only place you're going to hear that analysis of the upcoming <laughs> Super Bowl. Moving along. So Mitch McConnell 
said loony lies and conspiracy theories are cancer for the Republican Party and our country, and then uh, then says uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is uh, cancer, blah, blah, blah. She responded on Twitter, the real cancer for the Republican Party is weak Republicans who only know how to lose gracefully. This is why we are losing our country. That reminds me of... Um, uh, the way I viewed Trump in the primaries, I thought there's a lot that's right to what he's saying. I'm just not sure he's the messenger we want. Um, and it turned out the reality was you know pretty complicated. A lot of positives, some negatives. But uh, yeah, Ms. Green has a point that the Republican Party has lost its mojo. It doesn't know what it is anymore. No, I don't know what it is. No. Um, but I don't want her carrying the banner. She's a wackadoodle. And I'm sorry if, and this is what's so hot these days. And if we were smart, we would join in it. You show your tribal affiliation by saying the most outlandish stuff. If I say I believe in, uh, in, uh, responsible governance, uh, less governance and, uh, modest budgets, blah, 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 you can kind of sort of tell I'm a conservative. I'm on the right. But if I'm howling about to stop the steal and, and, and false flags and queuing on, then you know who I am. And so there are a lot of people who want to affiliate with people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't. I think she's a nut. Takes a good picture. I think, oh, yeah, not a bad-looking woman. But um, I, I think conservative policies are better for America. I think they will yield a more prosperous, freer country for my children and their children. I think they will, uh, the, the policies I believe in, I think will Ensure your liberty, your life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for the rest of your days. I do not believe 9-11 was a false flag operation. So if, if you got to stop listening, uh, goodbye. You just hate to give the other side that sort of a club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know it. Because then, then, then the other side can discount your small government fiscal conservative Right. They're, they're a bunch of, you know, uh, 9-11 deniers and wackadoos. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I will tell you this, in sympathy with, you know, some of her allies, Liz Cheney, Mitch McConnell, they are swamp creatures. A couple um, of uh, quick celebrity deaths. Dustin Diamond, who was Screech on Saved by the Bell, died yesterday at age 44 of cancer. I've never um, forgiven him for beating up Horshack in uh, Fox's Celebrity Boxing. Beat the hell out of Horshack years ago. Who was like eight inches shorter and 100 pounds lighter. <laughs> it was horrible. Well, much older. Yes. Much older. Uh, so that was uh, Hal Holbrook never fought anybody or that I'm aware of. Actor Hal Holbrook, maybe most famous for playing Mark Twain, but he's died at the age of 95. Man, he was an old man when I was a kid in movies. Mm. But uh, there you go. Um, I don't know if he had the either one if he had the vid or not. Don't know that. Um, they're trying drug decriminalization in Oregon. That takes effect today. We can peek in on what those uh what those new rules are and uh, guess as to how we think it's going to turn out. Yeah, get yourself some meth and stay tuned. Among other things. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I think Tom Brady is... Uh, what's the stuff you pump into your head to get rid of wrinkles? Botox? I think he's Botoxing. His forehead is crazy smooth. I mean, he's only 43. It's not like he's 63, but yeah, that's a really on. smooth forehead, isn't it, Sean? 
He's living the stress-free life. What do you think? You think he's deep in thought all the time? <laughs> oh, if only I can get these bills paid. <laughs> I don't know. He, he is married to a supermodel, so I'm, I'm sure she has uh, various creams and salves she lends to him. Brazil's number one export, isn't that right? Yes. I remember her stomping inexplicably across the stadium at the Olympics. He also exists on primarily like grain and coconut water. I have no idea. Yeah. Don't compare yourself to Tom Brady. I wish I could afford to try that. Um, so I think he spends, I know it's in the millions of dollars on his um, eating every year. Wow. Which includes having a, a full-time chef that goes everywhere you go and, you know, prepares everything and knows what you will eat and what you won't eat and all that sort of stuff. And I just, I wonder what that would feel like to eat. Because doing it, I mean, I realize some of you do it yourself, but it sounds like a pain in the ass. <laughs> sounds yeah. like a lot of well, work. And- I ate half a pepperoni and sausage deep dish pizza last <laughs> night. I wonder what would happen if he tried to eat a bite of it. If he would just vomit or, or what? I I'll know. bet he would. I'll bet he'd vomit. I'll bet he hasn't yeah. had like greasy meat like that in 20 years. Yeah. Um, Wakes up, has an almond, almond and a half for lunch, <laughs> lettuce leaf for dinner. And looks then- at a picture of a strawberry for dessert. Yeah. Exactly. Licks it, then puts it back in the fridge. <laughs> um, he refrigerates his pictures of the sweets. I like that. <laughs> so they had a coup in Myanmar. You may know it as Myanmar, Elaine. Burma. Um, <laughs> they had a coup, but uh, you know, and I didn't think it was worth us talking about. I just saw this video, though. So the, even in Myanmar, they have the same sort of cultural phenomenon that we have of outdoor aerobics on the TV in the morning. So you got this girl, very fit, in her spandex shorts and her tank top, doing aerobics outside. And she's doing it to music, and you can turn on Myanmar's local PBS station and do the aerobics with her in the morning. I don't know if anybody actually ever does that, but it's they're on all the time. And uh, horny guys just stare at her? <laughs> she does, Yeah, exactly. She doesn't realize that in the background there are tanks driving by, headed to the capital <laughs> for a coup. And the whole, the whole exercise routine is tanks and trucks and guys with guns walking to the capital. She, nobody ever says anything to her. Hey, what are you supposed to go on over there? Hey, turn around. Look at that. <laughs> I'm doing nope. my thrusts. Don't bother me. Hmm, I'm fit. Well, and the, the, the soldiers had to be thinking, eh, we're violently overthrowing the government over here, and you're just... Things, well, things could get a little uh, hot here pretty soon. Anyway, we got the video at armstrongandgetty.com, along with a, uh, a ton of really great stuff. So you should go to armstrongandgetty.com. Coming up next hour, if you get next hour, or for the podcast, just find it somewhere... Um, how easy it is for someone to ruin your reputation online and how difficult it is to get it taken down. I'm surprised more people aren't aware of this. I'm afraid that when people become alerted to it, anybody that's ever hated you is going to ruin you. And I'm talking about all of us. Oh, boy. Big deal in Oregon today. Drug decriminalization takes effect. The voters approved it in uh, November, and it takes effect this week. Police in Oregon can no longer arrest someone for possession of small amounts of heroin, meth, LSD, oxycodone, or other drugs because of this ballot measure that took effect yesterday. Uh, instead, those found in possession of, I mean, oxy. You yeah. got oxy. Up until COVID, it was the number one killer in America. God, meth. People that are doing meth and carrying it around, that isn't doing society any good at all. Anyway... Um, now, if you're found in possession now, you'd face a $100 fine or a health assessment that could lead to addiction counseling. Your teeth have all fallen out. You're covered with scabs. And you, Stop. Come back here. 
and you're uh, you're high on crank. Uh, I assess that your health is not very good. Voters who pass this say they hailed it as a revolutionary move for the U.S. Well, it is. Today, the first domino of our cruel and inhumane war on drugs has fallen, setting off what we expect to be a cascade of other efforts centering health over criminalization. And I know this is a big libertarian thing, the war on drugs and this sort of stuff. I'm, I'm glad some city is trying it, and, uh, and we get to, to see how it will turn out, and if they decide it was a good idea or not. Um, the idea that it's centering health over criminalization, that, that anybody who's, who's, you know, hooked on meth and walking around with it is, uh, is just looking for a rehab program. They just haven't figured out how to get there. Is, yeah. is not dealt with many drug addicts or drunks. Yeah, well, like you say, it'll be interesting to watch because uh, while spending zillions of dollars and cracking people's heads open because uh, they're drug addicts doesn't seem very productive to me, part of the reason people stop doing drugs, and there are so many examples of this, celebrities, average people, is they said, yeah, I couldn't live like that anymore. I was getting busted. I, I spent a couple nights in jail. I took a hard look at myself, etc. If you make it easy to be a junkie, you're going to have more junkies. Well, practically if, guaranteed. If you can be a meth head and not break into my car or steal my kid's bike, then you can be a meth head. Or live under a bridge and take my tax money. I'm fine with you being a, a meth head. The libertarian to me is fine with you doing that with your body. But if you're going to do any of that other stuff I mentioned, I'm not so cool with it. That's, right. that's where it becomes a problem. Good point. Armstrong and Getty.